Hey everyone, welcome to the Sister Talks podcast. I'm Aniston. And I'm Alexandria, and we are the voices you hear behind your speakers. Before we get started, we just want to say thank you for tuning in with us. And you may be wondering, what exactly is this Sister Talks thing all about? Well, we are glad you asked. Everyone has that one person that they call when they need to have an open, honest conversation. These types of conversations inspired the creation of Sister Talks with Aniston and Alexandria. This podcast highlights the ups and downs of being a young black woman in today's society. Join us as we discuss everything from friendships to relationships, navigating the professional world as a young millennial, and the importance of both mental and physical wellness. We're not experts. We're just two sisters walking together on this journey called life. topic is one that tons of people have been asking us to discuss. I personally didn't want to discuss it, but here we are. (laughs) So that topic is, drum roll, relationships and dating. So, Alex, why don't you start out and, I guess, tell our listeners what you've experienced thus far in your dating life. Um, oh, Jesus. It's been a little bit of everything, you know? I've I've been in one, like, real, quote-unquote, real relationship, lasted about five years. And then I've dated on and off, like... It's been some crazy ones, like some real crazy ones. Like show up in your DMs after you've already blocked them crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, some delusional ones. You know, the ones that they ask for one thing and then do something else and expect you to react a certain way. It's just it's it's been stressful sometimes. Um there have been some that I would consider like successful relationship relationships simply because I learned something from them. Um, even if they don't last, if I can learn something either about what I want or what I don't want or what I'm willing to put up with and what I'm not, I consider that successful. Um, I mean, I haven't, I'm not married. So, you know, if you ain't married, you single. (laughs) Yeah, that's, I don't know. Oh, it's been okay. It's been an experience, definitely a learning experience. And I've learned to ask God for exactly what I want. And sometimes he'll give it to me and I'll be like, you know what, God? I ain't mean that. And I'll have to erase it. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a learning process. That's, that's how I'll sum it up. It's I've, I've learned a lot about myself about the male species because they're different 
Very. Uh, what about you, Aniston? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> if I could describe my dating experience with a movie title, the movie would be called The Girl Before the Girlfriend. <laughs> or it would be called, like, The One That Got Away. One of those. Like, one of those. And when I say The Girl Before the Girlfriend... I know, like, relationships before college really aren't real relationships, but I promise you from, like, middle school to college, every guy I dated or was, like, interested in or getting to know or talking to, I was literally, like, the girl before the girlfriend. So we'd be talking or whatever, and then, oh, you know, I don't want a relationship right now. I'm too young. And then... Like, three months later, boom, that person's in a relationship. And I'm just like, how, Sway? Like, you said you said you ain't want no relationship, and here we are. So, that's that was definitely my experience before college. In college, I was only in one relationship. And um, at the time, that relationship was not the best. Like, it was not a healthy relationship for me or my ex. Thank God me and my ex are on great terms now. We are, like, the best of friends. We just were not meant to be together at that point in time. And then post-college, I've only really dated or been with one person seriously. And I I talk about that... (laughs) That breakup experience on my blog in Ellis for Love Part 1. So if you want to hear about how that turned out, then <laughs> I suggest you read that post. So right now, in terms of like dating, like going out on dates and getting to know people, I'm still running into a lot of guys that claim that they don't want a relationship. But Ugh. we're in our mid-20s, so... what is you doing bro like I don't know I don't know that's like a an excuse at this point you know so see I've gotten I'm not ready yeah if I'm ready and I mean I guess but like when is anybody ever ready for anything exactly exactly (laughs) that's what I said like I think about relationships in terms of growth like relationships are supposed to make you grow and growth is not something that you can be ready for because you're gonna change and you're going to grow like that sounds super obvious so how can you be ready to grow to grow you can't like (laughs) either you're gonna grow or you're not you're gonna be still like (laughs) so I I don't get that I don't I don't understand that excuse because that that's what it is an excuse and we know what those are we know what those are so I get that a lot and I'm just like okay miss out on this blessing if you want to like that's all I can say at this point we lit lit. exactly so you can be not ready whatever it is if you want to get left in the dust by yourself by yourself one man on the street by himself, no wife, no kids, 
just the man on the street by himself. <laughs> okay, so wait, what do you consider dating? Because, okay, for me, dating, I'm stuck in between you can date more than one person and you can't, you can't really date more than one person. Mm-hmm. Simply because financially, I don't believe it's possible <laughs> to date more than one person. That's a lot, a lot of money you got to spend. Right. But people believe like you can like dating is just when you're going on dates and getting to know people. Mm-hmm. But then other people think that dating is when you're not in a relationship, but you're exclusively seeing one person. Right. They fit like, oh yeah. And then there's a third person that thinks dating and a relationship is the same thing. Right. So my opinion on this particular subtopic changes quite frequently because I honestly just don't know. A part of me is like dating is going out on dates, like doing just that. And I feel like you can do that with either one person or multiple people. And if you're doing that with one person, a part of your dating could be that you are, in fact, in a relationship because... To me, when you're in a relationship, you should still be going out on dates. Yes. So, I don't know. I What I try to do is ask the person that I'm interested in what his perspective is so that I know how to define the relationship because I'm a black and white, either you're in or you're out kind of person. So, I don't really do gray areas well. So, I try to ask that person like, okay, so would you say that we're dating as in like getting to know each other and going out on dates, or would you say that we're in a relationship and the dating part has ended? Ah, I see. And different people say, you know, different things, but as I'm, you know, saying this out loud and talking to you, if you're in a relationship, you should still be dating. So I would say that dating ends, does it ever end? Because when you get married, you should still be dating, but you're married, that's your spouse, you're one. Yeah. So. I, mm. I don't even know no more. See, now. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers. Because <laughs> I, mm, I feel like at this point in time, you know, I want to, um, I'm I'm dating. Um, and there might be like one particular person that I'm more interested in. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's still dating. Like, I don't. You I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It depends on the person and the dynamic of the relationship and how like the two of you want to define it. But I do think there is a difference between the getting to know each other phase of the relationship and then actually being in a committed relationship with the title of, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other, whatever. But I don't know if dating and relationship are antonyms or if they're synonyms, you know, I'm not really sure. So, like I said, I just kind of ask and then bounce. we bounce ideas off of each other. So then I, I just need to know, like, are we just talking? Is, is that what we're doing? Like we were kids, yeah. you know, or is it something else? <clears throat> but I don't, speaking of... I don't date multiple people. I've never been like a serial dater, like a different date every weekend or 
I'm going to talk to five dudes. And when I can't get to know multiple people all at once. I can barely get to know one person. <laughs> so. I, I don't have a ton of time. Nope. Like, I don't. That mental that mental space that I need in order to find out different people, I don't have. It's occupied. So. <laughs> exactly. And I feel like, to me, if you're. And I guess some people are different. But to me, I think. If I'm interested in someone, like if I've actually determined that I'm interested in you and I want to get to know you to see what potential we may have, then I should give you 100% of what I have available to give at the time. So I can't do that if I'm getting to know Billy Bob and Joe. (laughs) Like somebody's going to get the short end of the stick at some point, you know, and I don't think that's fair because then you're wasting my time or I'm wasting your time yeah or wasting their time because at first I was trying that like talk to multiple people but then one guy want to call one guy wants to come over and one guy wants to go and I'm like oh we uh-uh because <laughs> I need to study and go to work and do do everything that I have to do so I don't have time to sit and look at three different people I just I just don't. <laughs> exactly. It, it's too much. It's too much of a commitment. And I, I can't have that level of interest in more than one person. I just can't. And I don't want to get confused with people. Like, I don't want to be confused with, like, did I tell you about this? Did I tell you about that? You know, were we supposed to go out? Or, like, am I supposed to talk to you on Mondays and Tuesdays? And <laughs> No, I, I just don't. That's just too complicated to me. I don't see how people do it realistically. It's to me. I okay, when I tried, I did make a mistake, and I was like, I don't know what I was talking about, but I said something, and they were like, Oh, you didn't tell me that, and I was like, Oh, <laughs> sure. I didn't. Maybe it was somebody else. Yeah, see, uh, I ain't got time. Because I'll be the first person to get caught up real quick, like especially because I don't save people's numbers. So then. <laughs> I remember one time, and I was so embarrassed. I really felt so bad. I was having this conversation with a person via text who I thought was somebody else. And it was somebody who, at the time, I wasn't interested in, but I had been interested in that person in the past. And I was operating in that conversation as if it was who I thought it was. So I was talking about my previous interest in them and things like that. Then I realized some kind of way, and I don't even remember remember how, but I realized, like, this not who I think it is. <laughs> and then what made it so bad was that the person I was texting was in a relationship at the time, like the actual person. So then I felt bad because Aniston would never have a conversation like that with somebody in a relationship. But because I thought, you know, this person was somebody else, now I'm talking about stuff that we have no business talking about. Yeah. So then I had to backtrack and come back and tell that person, hey, bro, I didn't think you are who you are. (laughs) So all of what I said, scratch that. Like, don't even even take that to heart because it's it's not about you. Like, it's just not. (laughs) And then I had to, like, delete the text message thread and block that person because I was so embarrassed. I felt so bad. I was like, how could you... How could you even <laughs> flip like that? Like, that was the biggest slip ever. Ugh. So now I try to make sure I know who I'm texting. 
See, why don't you just save numbers? At least you can save it as No saving numbers 2018. Oh. Really, it's no saving numbers like all my life. I don't save numbers because I don't know why I don't save numbers. I think it's like a level of attachment, and I don't really want to be attached to people unless I know you really, like, are worth it. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I'll save. I'll save your number just so I know who it is. Mm-hmm. But like, if I give, I feel like if I give you emoji, then that's like you're a part of my phone now. And if I take the emoji away, you're just a contact. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but I do go through. You know, every once in a while, I delete, delete all the numbers. Which is why I get caught up with people who I blocked who continue to call me. <laughs> They're crazy. Yeah, that particular person needs help. They, he needs Jesus. Jesus, a therapist. Some money. Some, some <laughs> money. Something to do during the day. Like, just, you, they need something to occupy their time. It's not me. No. Because, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> no. That's hilarious. So, okay, what I'm thinking, like, what with what we've said so far, we've kind of mentioned, like, negative, some negative experiences that we've had in our, like, dating life. What have your negative experiences taught you about what you're looking for for the future? Um, they've taught me to be really specific. Specific. So I have a prayer journal in my prayer journal. I write down like some, like I tend to update like what I want in a husband. Mm-hmm. So past dating experiences has definitely helped me update that list. And one in particular that I'm thinking of is, um, I put, I always put honesty down, like in like a man who's honest mm-hmm. But I've come to find out that there's a difference between honesty and transparency. So if I ask you a question and you tell me the answer, and it's true, you're honest, you're being honest. But when you volunteer information to me that you feel like is important to our relationship or what we have, you know, what what we have growing or whatever, to me, that's transparency. I don't have to ask you about who's texting you I don't have to ask you about what you're doing I don't have to worry in the back of my mind have all these things going on because you just offer that information up and I know in the past I've always been hesitant to ask because I don't want to seem like I'm nagging um and that's something that's really irritated me because I want to know like I want to know you know what's going on I want to know what you like what what that are running through your head. I want to know these things. But I don't want to be like, hey, what you thinking about? Like, hey, what you doing? <laughs> right. So when you offer that information up or just offer, you know, something happened, you ran into one of your exes somewhere, you handled it this way. Cool. Transparency. Now I don't have to wonder. I don't have to ask. And if I know if something happens in the future, you'll we have that relationship to where you can just be like, hey, this happened. This is how we handle. This is how I handle it. What can we do about it? Mm-hmm. So it's part of that's like an, an 
um, a higher level of communication that I really appreciate. Mm-hmm. So I guess one of the things, like, like a negative thing that I've learned, a negative situation in the, in past relationships that I've kind of switched into a positive thing. So like now when I encounter these men's out here, <laughs> I <laughs> uh, if they're transparent with me, that's like a big plus. So, I know that we are like 100% soul sisters for real because I also (laughs) have written in my prayer journal a prayer for the man that I believe to be is my husband, like what qualities I want him to have. I also have prayers for my future husband that I write out, but I felt like I needed to pray specifically for God to bring me to this man, whoever Mm -hmm. this man is. And I'm looking at some of the qualities. And the biggest thing for me is that in my next relationship, which hopefully will be my last, but even if it's not, in my next relationship, I want a partner in every sense of the word. I feel like in past relationships, I haven't really had a partner or someone who I felt like was actually my best friend. They were close to me in certain areas of my life, but I felt like I had to be guarded and walk on eggshells with other areas of my life. And that means we're not really friends. Our foundation is not solid and you're really not my partner. So I want someone who is a partner. And it's also really important to me at this point in my life that my man has a relationship with God. It doesn't have to be like a perfect relationship, but something that we can work with and, you know, grow together. Mm -hmm. In my most recent relationship, my ex, he had a relationship with God. It wasn't where it needed to be, but through our relationship, I think he kind of started headed heading back in the right direction. So that was really um, a big thing to me. He was open to going to church with me and things like that. And I really valued that. But I guess like the question was, what was the question? Negative, what have negative, what have our negative experiences like taught us or whatever? So just kind of like looking through what what I've been praying for. Um, I'm asking for a man that is committed. Commitment is a big thing for me. I have a history of dealing with men who have commitment issues, who are afraid of commitment, and don't want to be faithful. That's like all of them, though. But, you know, whatever. Right. (laughs) Um, A man that has a purpose. I feel like I attract, and this is not to speak negatively on anybody that I've dated or talked to or anything like that but I feel like at least in my past for sure I attract people who are lost in a, in some areas of their life like they're lost and they're hurting and I'm kind of the person that helps push them along on their path but I'm a whole person I'm 100% I'm whole I know my purpose in life in order for my relationship to be successful and to be equally yoked, my partner has to be whole and know his purpose in life. 
Yeah. So I've realized that my past relationships have not worked out because at the time, those men were still kind of figuring out their way, which we know women do mature faster than men. Mm -hmm. And me, myself, personally, I've always been more mature for my age. So my emotional growth is probably like five to ten years ahead of like most people. So I noticed that. Like, that's a big reason why I think some of my past relationships really didn't work out. But, of course, I want other things, like somebody who's a good listener, who I can be honest with, be transparent with, be myself with, not have to hide things and things like that. Communication's mm-hmm. a big thing. Like, all of the things I feel like we all want, you know, in a person. But I just really want a partner. Like, I don't think that we were created to walk through life alone. So, how lit would it be to have someone to just live life with, you know? Like, to Uh, travel with, try new things with, just everything. I'm ready to have that in my life, but I've also done life alone, which has prepared me to be ready to do life with someone. So, I think it's all a circle. Yeah. See, me personally, I used to think that I don't want to say I was destined to be alone, but, uh, um, okay, this sounds really sad. So, okay, when I thought that when God made people, it sounds crazy, but, like, he makes us on a conveyor belt, even though I know he doesn't, and he makes you with a pair, like, he makes you, he makes us in pairs. I thought that... (laughs) When he made me, he just, he was like, oh, my bad. Let me throw this on there. (laughs) (laughs) You're on there, and he was like, oh, she ain't got no pair. Oh, well. But um, I was talking to my grandmother, and she was like, God doesn't make mistakes. And if you think God makes mistakes, then I don't know how you feel because our God, we have the perfect God. So, you know, that theory quickly went out the window. But um, I do agree, like, you know, a partner is different than, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like a regular, a regular relationship is different than a partnership. Mm-hmm. A partner is somebody, like, you're equal to. Right. Equally yoked. Yes. So, if I, of course, I know sometimes, you know, I'm going to have to push you sometimes. I need a little extra pushing, but I feel like I've always had to pull Mm -hmm. uh, um, whoever I was entertaining at the time, which is exhausting because it's like I'm always giving, 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 trying to make sure that you're like trying to make sure that you're good, trying to make sure you're doing, you're accomplishing your dreams because you're a little bit more behind. Mm -hmm. I end up kind of my own growth because I'm not getting that um, equal encouragement, if that makes sense. Right. So as I've gotten older, I've experienced young men who have given me that, you know, that balance that I was looking for. Um, So I consider those encounters successful, Mm -hmm. but also helped me realize that, you know, I really don't want to go back to where I have to pull somebody along with me because... I don't know if it was because they didn't want to be alone or if it was because I truly, quote unquote, loved them mm-hmm. and I 
see them be successful, but I was seeing them be successful at my own, uh, what's that word? Expense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, um, dang, I had something really good to say in response to what you said, but I lost it. It'll come back. But <laughs> listening to like the concept that you described of like how you think God makes people, it made me think of something else that I like wrote in my prayer is that, and it's going to sound so silly, but I, I'm praying for somebody that likes me, like actually likes me for who I am today in this moment. Because, like you said, you know, God, he's perfect. He makes no mistakes. So the way he created each of us, we are exactly who we are supposed to be in this moment. Yep. So in order for a relationship to be successful, we both have to come to the table liking each other for who we are. You can't want to change someone or, or want to be with somebody's potential. You've got to meet them where they are and accept them. And if you can't, then to me, you really don't like that person. And I remember I was, um, I guess you could say seeing someone. I wouldn't say dating. He surely wouldn't say dating. We were getting to know each other or, or building a friendship, whatever dumb stuff guys say to like make you feel like y'all ain't in a relationship. So don't try to like check me, but we're doing all the things that people in relationships do, you know? So it was like a situationship. And um, he would literally point out flaws about me and not in a nice way. Like if I had something on my face, oh, you got something on your face. Not like, let me get that for you. Like it was negative uh. or I had gained a few pounds over the summer, which to me was an accomplishment, but I guess my stomach didn't look the way that he wanted, so I was told, like, I have a, a belly. Huh? Like, I weigh all of 110 pounds, so <laughs> whether uh -huh. I have a belly or not, that's none of your concern, and <laughs> you don't have to point that out to me and make me feel, you know, self-conscious about it. So, like, literally, the comments that he would say ab about my physical appearance, for sure, used to just get under my skin and then comments about my personality or the way that I am as a person and how I communicate. I was just like, you damn, like, excuse me, you really don't like me. So what are we doing? Like, what, what are we doing here? You know? Yeah, uh, mm -mm, mm -mm. So and I, I've had problems with that as well. Yeah. Well, it's on the opposite side. I wouldn't make, I, I wouldn't say anything, but I would try to like push them in the direction that I felt like I wanted them to go. And you can't do that with people because mm -hmm. people have their own minds. They have their own dreams. They want to do their own thing. And if that's not something that I want to be a part of, it's not their fault. Right. That I, that's not what I'm looking for. And I just had to be honest with myself and be like, look, girl, you forcing something because you afraid of being by yourself. Let it go. Right. It's not, they are who they are. And it's not your fault. You are who you are. So, I mean, I get it. Yeah. You just got to like me. My mama said you like who likes you or you better fool with who likes something like that. You like who you like. You better like who likes you. I think that's <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I, I feel like you said you got to like who likes you because I, I started like, I started actually thinking about it and I was like, huh, that makes sense. Like I don't have to force, I'm not going to force myself to like you, but 
hey, you like me? Okay, let me see. Let me, let me see if, I, if I'm interested, maybe. Right. Instead of chasing Joe that don't like you <laughs> and you trying to make it work because you really like him. No, you better fool with who you cool with. <laughs> let that go for you be by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I try to... I'm just trying to, like, get it right. I don't know. <laughs> How do we meet people? I don't because know. I feel like, okay, we go to work. Well, yeah, we go to work, we go to school, and then I come home. I might go to this. I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> well, I know, but still. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, uh, Terrible. But, uh, that like if I I don't like go out and like be social, which I feel like I need to to start because my mama always tells me, <laughs> mama always tells me your husband not gonna find you if you in the bed watching TV. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not. You really not. So I mean, do we have to go out and make ourselves seen in order to meet people or? It should just happen. Like, I should just be in the grocery store. And my husband just walks up to me and says, I pay for all your groceries. No, ma'am. He's not going to say that. I don't I don't think that's what God has for you. <laughs> uh, no. But that's what I struggle with. Like, I don't know how to meet people. And I'm scared to approach people as well. So, so like, I... let me give you some advice. Okay, it okay. is shoot your shot 2018. <laughs> We're shooting shots all 2018. My shot, my shoot, sh- my shot shooting, <laughs> my shot shooting skills. <sighs> I think that's right. Are impeccable. I am the queen of shooting shots. Sometimes I'm still trying to figure some things out, but I will slide in somebody's DMs quick <laughs> and in a hurry. And I used to not be like that because I was very insecure about myself, like my physical appearance and my personality. So I felt like I don't really know what to say. But now I still really don't know what to say. I just say whatever. And I know like there's a 50% chance it'll go right. There's a 50% chance it'll go wrong. And even if it goes wrong, at least I have a great story to tell. And I know not what to say like to the next person. So going back to like going out and trying to meet people and stuff so I'm single 100% single and I'm not really mingling I can't really say that I'm mingling and that's because where I live the dating pool is terrible it's trash like trash and so I've given up on that I know whoever I'm supposed to be with they're not in this city in in Georgia they're just not here Mm -hmm. and the other part which I was not going to say, but I'll say it in the spirit of being transparent. There is somebody that I'm interested in, but right now I feel like I am floating in the friend zone. So I'm trying to float my way on out, but (laughs) that's another story for, for a different episode. So I guess like, do I go out? Like I'm trying to be out to be like seen, not necessarily out at the club or anything, but just out doing things that I enjoy doing by myself. And I feel like if I'm out, I can meet people. But if 
like your mom said, if you're in the bed, you can't meet nobody but yourself in your bed. <laughs> so, yeah, you have to go out. You just have to be careful with the places that you go out to. So, like, for example, we're in our mid-20s, almost Oop. late 20s. Oh, wait. Why'd you have to say it like that? This, it's real life. We season. <laughs> so... You may not necessarily want to look for your husband or be looked for in the club. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go there. So that's probably not a good place. But, (laughs) you know, there are sporting events you can go to. You can always catch a game. You can go to professional mixers. You can go to art galleries. You can go to concerts. You can travel and go other places. You know, go to like kickbacks and stuff like that, you know. I think any place is an opportunity to meet someone. I do think you have to be careful meeting people in the grocery store because the last time I had somebody (laughs) approach me in the grocery store, he was one of the weirdest people I had ever met in my entire life. Oh, man. So I no longer go back to that grocery store. (laughs) You had to go to the grocery store. I had to go to a different grocery store because he was weird. Like... He was just weird. But I think you can, like, I've heard some people say that, you know, they met their spouse at Walgreens or, you know, wherever. The gas station, the car wash. You just never know. So you want to just go out, be out in the world to just be seen. So somebody can see you and say, hey, God is telling me that's my wife. Oh, I got a good subtopic. (laughs) It just came to me, just came to me. Okay. So I was watching a video on either Twitter or Instagram, and they were talking about the concept of a wife. Mm-hmm. So we know that a man is supposed to find the woman, supposedly. You know how that goes, what it says in the Bible. He that so finds a wife findeth a good thing, not she that so findeth a husband. <laughs> so... But the concept of a wife was that, and this is how I'm trying to to prepare myself for whatever God has for me. So I'm trying to look at it like, or I am looking at it like this. I'm already a wife, but I am not yet a particular person's wife. I'm not so-and-so's wife. So if you want to be married and be be in a marriage with someone, be someone's wife, you have to carry yourself as if you were already that way. And then at the point when you meet your husband, your relationship progresses or whatever he proposes to you, you then become, and you get married, you then become his wife. But you're already a wife. Okay, I can see that. And I'm not really explaining that too well. You know, I'm not really a preacher. I don't really know. (laughs) Can't really do all that. But um, I can't remember if it was like a T.D. Jakes sermon or... It might have been, and it caused a lot of backlash. Like, he was saying... Oh, I, remember what you, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, he was like, the reason why your relationships ain't working out because you're too busy trying to be a girlfriend. Like, that's what it was, I think. Something like that. You're too busy, like, being a girlfriend or stuck on that. You're not <laughs> acting as if you're a wife, you know? Or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. So, the backlash was because he was... Or who, whoever it was. I don't know if it was. I don't know who it was. But I think the backlash was because nobody was putting the men in check saying they need to act like 
they're a husband or whatever. And I mean, it works both ways. I don't think men necessarily think like that. Because uh, I think we women, we think more f- in the future and they just think right now. Yep. I feel like they'll just go, they're just going to blink and then they'll be like, oh, I'm a husband. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I, I do agree with you to an extent though, because if, okay, if I act like I'm a wife mm-hmm. until you ask me to be your wife, I'm not going to do anything wifely for you because I just feel like. Yeah, that's no, 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 no. Don't be out here giving away wife privileges to Ray Ray on the one man (laughs) by himself on the street. No, you don't. No, no, no. I think he was saying more so like how you carry yourself, your characteristics of who you are as a woman and things like that. Yeah, if I'm not your wife, don't expect for me to just be out here cooking and cleaning and everything for you every day. Like, no, I'm not your mom clearly not your wife like there are some things that I don't not to say that you can't do those things I certainly do cook for men that I'm interested in or in relationships with I mm-hmm. certainly do clean because most of the time men are dirty they don't clean your bathroom dirty your house dirty I'm not coming to spend the night with you if your bathroom's not clean so we're gonna clean it <laughs> it's gonna be clean while I'm here like you're gonna have clean sheets if I gotta buy new sheets that's fine like I got to wash them before I bring them over because you ain't got no washer and dryer. That's cool. I don't mind. We'll take care of it. But, no, like, you don't move somebody in and just start yes. going half on bills and doing a whole and Like, no, no, no. I think it's more so with how you carry yourself and who you are as a person that you should already know that, yes, even though I'm single right now or I'm dating right now, like, I'm somebody's wife. So, I'm not going to let you take advantage of me I'm not gonna let you treat me in a way that's less than what I deserve I'm not gonna post pictures of my naked body all over the internet for people to see because I'm somebody's wife and I wouldn't want or I will be somebody's wife I wouldn't want my future husband to look at me a certain way because of how I act you know (laughs) if that if I think that's what he was saying but I don't okay. go around telling myself like, "Oh, I'm a wife." I'm a, like, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not saying that to myself every day. No, that's crazy. I just know I need to make sure that if I want to be married one day, that I'm putting myself in the best position to receive that blessing once it comes my way. Yes, I get. Yeah, that's the way I would put that. I'm not encouraging y'all to start telling folks that you a wife. When you're single, like that's that's not where I'm going with this. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Please don't. Maybe I need to find the video and put the link in the description box because whoever the whoever said it in the video, I think it was a TD Jake sermon. He explained it so much better than I did. So take that with a grain of salt. Don't don't be acting crazy. Have you watched? I think is it Pastor Troy? Pastor Pastor Troy. The the guy that dates the uh the little woman in Atlanta, <laughs> Pastor Troy, he's a rapper. No, Alex, who are you talking about? <laughs> no, he has the the um relationship goals sermons. Mm. I don't know what it, I don't know. Ooh, his name is Pastor Troy. Maybe not. Maybe it's Pastor 
Pastor Mike. I don't want to listen to him if his name Pastor Troy. I don't want that. Mm-mm. God did not say. <laughs> <laughs> his, his sermons on relationship goals or relationships in general, um, they, I saw it on Facebook, and there are like eight sermons. So I went back and watched like one through eight, and one in particular talks about um, being single and dwelling in not dwell I don't dwell word um being being okay with your singleness and being a single person and he he gives like five steps on you know what God wants us to do while we're single before he places us with our partner mm-hmm. um and I wish I had the notes with me they're in my in my little prayer journal which is in my room um but I thought that those those sermons are really good. Um, and I will, I'll post, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I'll post the links to those. I think there's eight videos. There's eight sermons on YouTube. Mm-hmm. They're about an hour each. Um, I went through them in like four days because I listened to two a day. But they were really good and helped me realize that, you know, it's okay to be single. Right. It's okay to be by yourself. Um, and... He did say, you know, you're single until you're married. So even if you're engaged, you know, you're still single. Oh. <laughs> That'll teach him. <laughs> so, so uh, it, and it, it helped me become at ease with where I am in life. Right. Like, yes, I'm in my mid-20s. Don't really know if I'm in my husband yet. You know, he could be down the street. Whoa. He could be outside. I don't know. Outside. I hope he ain't outside your house. That's a problem. That's not your husband. God did not send him. He came from the devil. If he's sitting outside your house at this present time, no man. Uh ooh. So it it it's helped me, um, yeah, just be okay with my singleness. Um i I can do more by myself, even though I've always been someone to be alone like I'll travel alone I'm the type of person I'll go eat at a restaurant by myself I really don't care but those times when if I'm by, like in my house by myself and I'm just watching tv on a Friday night those are the times that it irritates me that I'm alone and it's helped me watching those sermons has helped me realize that those are the t- that's the time for me right because once you have you know a husband you ain't never gonna be by yourself. You velcro y'all together exactly. twenty four hours of the day unless you want yeah. a job. Like that is that's your partner. You can't just do things by yourself. You just can't be like I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna do this. You have to think about the other person. So it's like it helped me realize that I need to take advantage of this time that I have by right. myself. Right. Other dog that I have who's getting on my last nerves, y'all. Simply, it's irritating me. He's <laughs> have right yeah i i agree with that i've been trying to look at it the same way i i've told myself you know you have to make the best out of this situation that you're in you need to use this time to continue to work on yourself continue discovering yourself Mm -hmm. and what you want in a partner so that when the time comes, you are as prepared as you can be. I still do not believe that there's a certain level of ready that you can reach, but I just think that, you know, I I hear sometimes people who are married say, wait and and don't do it and 
enjoy being single. Well, I'm in my mid-twenties, okay? I've only been in real two real adult relationships in in terms of what I I have determined relationships to be. Just two. So most of my life and most of my adult life, I have been single. And I have done everything that a single person does. So I'm not ashamed of saying that I want to be married one day. I want to have a husband. I want to have children. But mm-hmm. until then, I'm going to appreciate the time that I have to myself because I don't want to be a married person telling a single person, don't get married or wait or you're you're too young. Like, I, I don't want to give anybody that kind of like negative advice. Yes. I want to say, yes, marriage is lit. Get married to the right person. It's to lit. the right person. Yeah. That I feel like that's the key the right person because i feel like a lot of people that have that negative wait until you're 105 they might not have married the right person right (laughs) and it's not my fault that you didn't do everything you wanted to do as a single person and Mm -hmm. that you put yourself to the side you know for your spouse i never want to be in that position that's why i'll be 25 graduating from law school you know like blessings amazing great but that's why, like, that's why I'm not tripping over the fact that I'm not married because who's to say? Now, I have classmates who are married and they're doing it and it works for them. And I have not heard any complaints from them about their experience in law school and being married. But for me, I'm not sure what decisions I would have made if I had a spouse, you know, because law school, the the three years of life, three or four years of life that you give to law school, it's draining, it's miserable. And I see a lot of my classmates have to sacrifice their familial relationships because of law school. So, I mean, I was going somewhere with that and I don't really know now. So I'm going to just move on to the next (laughs) thought because I was going to go off on a whole nother tangent that's not even... We'll save that. We'll save that one for another episode. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. Okay, so um, I know one thing I wanted to talk about is like, so relationships, dating, marriage, all of that requires some level of love. Do you think that you've ever been in love before? I, I, at one point in time, yes. Um... I will say at one point in time I I, in my opinion I was in love was it mm, it might have been kind of childish because I was I was probably young I was probably like 20 21 maybe 19 20 Mm, I was younger younger um, was, did I know what love was a hundred percent? Probably not. Um, I thought it was like, you know, Disney movie, princess, butterflies and glitter. And, and I've learned now that love is a choice. Um, mm-hmm. well, part, it's partially a choice. You, you can't, you can't just pick and choose when you're going to love your husband. Um, <laughs> right. 
Either you so, do or you don't. Yes. So um, I, I would say yes. There was a point in time when I was in love. Have I ex- experienced something like that since then? Uh, not yet. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been in love? I was in love in college with my college ex and um have have I been in love since then no I there was a point in time where I thought I was in love with someone and I thought that that was gonna be like the end for me in terms of relationships talk about that in the blog post too so I'm not gonna go into too much detail about it but in terms of my ex like that was my first real love and I could tell that because I feel like when you love someone, like when you truly love them, are in love with them, and involved in every sense of what the word love is, there's nothing that you would not do for that person. So I did everything for that person. And I gave really 100% of myself to that relationship. But what mm-hmm. I also learned is that when you really are in love in the healthy love the love that's in the bible that's talked about in corinthians you don't hurt for it you know so yeah. I, love to me my my opinion on love and what i knew about love back then was a little bit dysfunctional because a part of me thought that love had to hurt at the same time you know like as much as it's butterflies and rainbows and all that I feel like you it had to hurt like pain not like oh you know we're going through some struggles right now we're not getting along like no that happens in every relationship I get that but I'm saying like it had to hurt that you love someone no yeah it doesn't but I know I was in love at least and I'm sure I don't know what my ex would say I don't want to put all his business out there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I thought he was the sun, the moon, and, and the stars. So, I was willing to put my life... That's what, that's, that's what I was saying about, like, law school and stuff. I was willing... Like, my decisions I was making for my future were starting to become based on that person. Because I thought that that's who I was supposed to be with, you know, after college. So, I was applying to law schools where that person said that they wanted to live you know, mm-hmm. and and trying to do those things. So, yeah, I, I definitely was in love. Or, what I, like I said, what I thought love was to be at the time. What I think love is now, of course, is a lot different, but I don't want to take away from what that relationship meant to me at the time. Yeah. So. Now, I feel like it, it, it's, I, I didn't think love had to hurt, but I thought it was sacrifice i mean part of love is sacrifice but it shouldn't be sacrifice to the point where i'm sacrificing everything and you just cool with it right like that's not i don't think that uh, that's not what love is you know sometimes there will have to be sacrifice on both ends on on both ends yes that that was what i was lacking it was just it was a one-sided sacrifice. Yeah. Um, so I think for a more, since I have a, a more mature mindset, I would hope. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. 
my my sense of what love is has developed. Mm-hmm. So if that same situation were to happen today, no, I wouldn't consider that love. But for the time being, mindset that I was in and the situations that I was in, I would say, you know, during that time period, I was in love. Right. Yeah, love is <clears throat> a... I don't want to say it's a tricky thing, but I don't think it's something that, like, I feel like it's actually really simple. Like, as I'm talking, it's really simple to me. Like, you you either, like we said, you love someone or you don't. And to me, when I love someone, that's just it. That's enough. I don't need an explanation. I don't, you know, have to write you a book about it. I don't have mm-hmm. to give you ten reasons why, like, I just love that person or I'm in love with that person, which, whichever. So that brings me to what's the difference between, like, can you be in love with someone but not love them? Or can you love them and not be in love with them? Like, are there, what's the difference? The difference? That's a good question. Um, mm. Do you have the answer, Sway? <laughs> Probably not. Um, I, um, well, for example, sacrifice. So if, you know, you're in a situation where, maybe this is just me, but if I'm in a situation where, I don't know, you know, it's my lunch break, and, you know, Bay calls and says, hey, you know, I need some food. What well, is no. a bay? <laughs> okay, this is a bad example. So there, there, there's a difference between being in love and loving someone. I can love you and care about you and want you to be okay. I don't want you to die. I don't want anything bad to happen to you. But I'm not emotionally invested. Mm-hmm. Like, you can go off and you can do what you do. And I'm going to be okay over here. I feel like that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I think... You know, I don't really know. I, and it's part of a feeling, too. Like, like, I love my dog. I love my parents. I love my family. But I'm not in love with them. <laughs> like, I don't want to be romantic with them. I don't have tingly feelings for them. You know, it's, it's a thin line. Yeah. Do you know the answer? Do you have the answer? Sway has the answers. No, I don't have the answers. But um, I do think that, yes, there is a difference between being in love and loving someone. I think it, it has, a, has to do with a combination of many different things. But I think it has to do with your level of investment in the relationship and how you feel about the person. To me, if... If I can love someone, it's like it's like saying I love you and love you. Ooh-wee. When I love say you. I love you, <laughs> I am taking ownership of that love. Mm-hmm. If I say love you, there's no I. I'm not taking ownership of that. I'm not claiming that. I'm not walking in that. That's the way I look at it. But if I say I love you, then I want you to know that it's me. Not just love floating around like I and I'm willing to tell 
you that and tell everybody that. Like, I'm claiming that. So I think there's a difference. But, I mean, everybody looks at things differently. I don't think you, I don't think you can be in love with someone and not love them. I do yeah. not think that. But I think you can love someone and not be in love with them. And I hear, I hear a lot of older couples talk about the different stages of their relationship and how they say that, you know, there were times where they loved their spouse, but they weren't in love with them. So I take, I think it, it's the level of investment. It's how you feel about the person, the desire to want to be around them, to talk to them, to know how they're doing, to know, you know, what they're thinking, to want to express affection to them to be curious about them like it's a level of investment a level of interest that yeah. you have when you're in love with someone but can't that does that also qualify as just being sprung i think sprung has more to do with the physical and like mm-hmm. lust than I, I don't being i think of being sprung in terms of like you've been physically intimate with somebody and and now uh, you want to be around them all the time. <laughs> That's what I think. But I mean, I don't know. I don't really know too much out in the world. I'm just a regular person, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But let's give our listeners some pearls of wisdom so that they can stay tuned for part two. Part two. Where we will continue this conversation. okay um so my pearls of wisdom my first one we actually didn't really touch on it kind of not really Mm -hmm. but um it's know what you want yes whether you're male female in between whatever know what you want you can't desire someone else if you don't even know who you are what you desire because then you're just gonna be out here making people mad and being frustrated Uh uh-huh <laughs> um my second pearl of wisdom Ooh, I thought I, 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 I didn't write it down <laughs> um be be transformed <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. be transparent I feel like transparency goes longer goes oh, goes longer than honesty is better than honesty. If you're transparent, you like you lay it out, you lay it all out on the table, and you give that person, whoever it is, the opportunity to decide whether or not they want to deal with you or not. Mm-hmm. I've run into that a lot too. People hide things because I didn't ask. Well, how am I supposed to know to ask if you're crazy or not? Like, how am I supposed to know that? So be transparent and don't waste people's time. And my third pearl of wisdom is enjoy you enjoy yourself figure out what you like figure out what you don't like you know if you're single and you never live by yourself go live by yourself because like it's a mixture between lit and sometimes it's a little lonely mm-hmm. oh i can do what i want like i have a pile of clothes sitting on the couch i guess who's gonna tell me to clean them up nobody because it's my house and i well, it was my apartment and i pay the rent <laughs> so <laughs> so you know do things by yourself go Watch movies by yourself. Go to the park by yourself. Figure out who you are, what you like. Enjoy your singleness. Grow 
into a whole person because I know sometimes we can be so focused on other people we forget to focus on ourselves and then here you are half a person um and not a whole person that's what I've been working on lately um and it's been great and I feel great um so enjoy your singleness it's not a punishment you're not being punished I used to think it all the time, you know, everybody else got a boo, everybody else has this, has that, and now I'm just me. There's nothing wrong with being just you. It's perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for my three pearls of wisdom, my first one is going to be shoot your shot. That one was... (laughs) I say that because I think... As millennials, like with our generation, we're just a different generation. And I don't see anything wrong with a woman being direct about who she's interested in or expressing interest in a person. So, like, for example, with the person that I'm interested in now, I let him know I'm interested in you. Like, (laughs) as simple (laughs) as that, you know? I don't want to be so stuck on gender roles or whatever to where I'm not able to communicate that because to me it's it's all a learning experience it'll prepare you for other things when it comes to dating so shoot your shot and you just never know like you really just never know and it's fun you get to meet new people have some really good conversations laugh at yourself like don't take yourself too seriously just give it a try new experiences all 2018 shoot your shot Number two is do the work. And I mean do the work on yourself, do the work in your relationship, do the work when you're dating, just do the work. We've already Mm -hmm. talked about being a whole person. To me, you should come to the table when you're dating 100% whole. Not 99%, not 99.9%, 100% whole. Because you've now done the work on yourself to where you're able to do the work in your relationship. But if you're still working on yourself, you need to be selfish with that instead of messing with somebody else if if you're just really not there. So do the work. And I feel like I always say do the work to everything, but really you just got to do the work. Mm -hmm. And my third pearl of wisdom is pray. I used to think it was silly like when I was younger to pray for my husband when I don't have one. Or to pray for a husband. Like I never wanted to seem desperate. You know for a relationship or for a spouse. I didn't want to make this person or whoever he is like an idol. Because sometimes when you pray for things. You can turn into worshiping those things. So I never wanted to cross any of those lines. But Mm -hmm. I, I honestly feel like if you believe in God or whatever higher being. He or she should be the foundation of your relationship. And who else you going to ask? Yeah. Like, who, else, who else are you going to ask, you know? And if God created you exactly as you are, then he created the perfect partner for you. Not perfect in the sense of just there's nothing wrong with that person, but somebody that's going to fit together with you like a puzzle piece. So the same way you give your job to him, your family to him, your finances to him, you have to give this relationship that you want and this person that you want you have to give it to him and he'll bring you the person that you deserve and then that'll continue in your relationship so shoot your shot do the work and pray 
I like it. It's lit. You know, I, I, I've shot my shot before. It's so much fun. Like, the suspense of, like, sending oh, somebody oh. a DM. I did it. I did it with, with yeah. It's so fun. Did I, did I coach you through this? Probably. I think so. I mean, yeah, if anybody, it was you. <laughs> ask anybody else. Shoot your shot. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it, being more, you know, assertive and vocal. Yes, be direct. <laughs> Yes, that that not yeah, too that. direct though, because that can intimidate some people. But be direct and be Ooh. funny. Like you're really funny, so just be funny. I try to. I'm not funny at all, and for some <laughs> reason, people think I'm hilarious. I don't get it. But I try to like. I can't say I try to be funny because I ain't funny. So never mind. But you're funny, so just be use your use your funniness. Oh, I am. I am. Sh- I'm strange. No. And that's okay. Yeah, it works. Like, other people who are strange, you know, we get along quite well. We just do strange things in the same space. It's great. I really don't like this word. <laughs> now this conversation is, has gone left. <laughs> so let's, 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 let's just end the episode here. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> yes, thank you guys for listening to episode of Sister Talks with Aniston and Alexandria. Yes. In part two, Alex, what do you say? We should ask for questions. Like, if you guys have questions about relationships, specific questions about our dating experiences, who don't ask me who I'm dating. <laughs> don't ask me that. But questions, That's- like... No. Things you want to know about how we date, like, you know, real life situations, how we date. You know, what do we wear when we go out on dates? How do I shoot my shot? Can I give you some tips? Like, ask us questions. We we want to use part two to really get into things that you guys want us to talk about. Yes. Don't be asking no nasty questions now. No. Um, you know? Shaquilla, uh. that's for you. We know you <laughs> listening. That's for you. I know you had a question for this topic. I forgot. I don't know what it was. So send it again. But I know it was inappropriate. So don't don't do that. But shout out to Shaquilla. She's like one of our number one supporters. Yes. We love you. Love you so much. And that's a wrap. That's all. Yeah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Oh, oh wait. Okay. Bye everyone. Thank you for tuning into this month's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Sister Talks Pod. You can also find us on Facebook at Sister Talks with Aniston and Alexandria. If you're interested in journeying with us individually, visit our website. Aniston can be found at www.anistonjanai.com and Alexandria can be found at www.alexandriaorange.com. The clickable links will be provided in the description for this month's episode. 
Be sure to rate and review this episode on iTunes and click like on SoundCloud. Also, share it with your friends, followers, and loved ones.